0: The Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, Brad. And the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast, and Lundy, we live in a golden era of creativity when it comes to sports betting offerings, and DraftKings uh, is diving cannonball splash style into that pool, uh, really working different angles to try to steal some money of our pockets, maybe? And one of the offerings that they have put out there, uh, who will have the most points in the month of September between Team A and Team B? They have a a ton of these matchup bets that are out there. Many of them are player props based, but this one is a team-based one. So over weeks one through three, uh, who will have more total points scored? And I found what I found, uh, you know, quite interesting: San Francisco versus Arizona, and a matchup out west. And uh, I love. The Niners here, and I'm going to get enraptured and seduced by the juice at plus 140 compared to the minus 190 for Arizona in this category. Look at the first three games for each of these clubs. San Francisco at Detroit, instant win, and probably a lot of points. At Philly, leaky defense, and a potential pew, pew, pew shootout affair against Green Bay. In their home opener, Arizona, meanwhile, at Tennessee against Minnesota and at Jacksonville. So, one very favorable matchup there on the road in Duval County. Uh, You know, pulling up uh, some of the fearless forecasters out there. You know, Mike Clay has his projected Arizona seventy four point six points to San Francisco's 71.6, but seeing um, you know what we've absorbed in the preseason, reading between the Lions and the Lions and the Eagles and how generous those defenses are going to be this year, and the Packers uh, potentially work in progress in that category as well. I, I know it's Jimmy Garoppolo more than likely, though uh, Kyle Shanahan's not made a formal announcement who the star is going to be in that opener week one against the Hello Kitties, but I think San Francisco will outproduce Arizona. And, again, at plus 140, I'm willing to lay a little action on that. So, fade or follow, Niners, more points weeks one through three compared to the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Man, we are just digging around, finding all kinds of stuff, and yes, you are (laughs) getting seduced by the juice, and you're getting seduced by, ooh, here's something even more fun that I can bet on. Uh, Yes, I like this a lot. This, This is just a fun one for me. I don't know that I necessarily have a lean one way or the other, but I do like the juice. I think this is fun. It makes the early season fun. This is what betting is to me, okay? I'm not trying to make my 401k, damn it. I'm just trying to have some fun, and this is a fun bet. I like this one a lot.
0: Amen, my man. Uh, and speaking of fun, bartender, pour us another edition. Of the fade five, number five. All right, let's get after it. I reached out to uh, my buddies at Points Bet USA, and hat tip to Patrick Eichner, who works in communications for them. I shot him an email and said, "Hey man, uh, based on the recent news in Los Angeles with the Sony Michelle trade, based on the recent news, and uh, again in Duval County in Northeast Florida with Jacksonville and Travis Etienne, Going under the knife and done for the season due to that list Frog injury. I said, hey, can you guys update the prayer prop uh, lines on Daryl Henderson and James Robinson? And Patrick said, yeah, I can oblige. So he reached out to the odds makers and the guys running the books there points back, created these props just for us. And this is the subject matter of today's Twitter poll. Vote right now at Noisy Huevos. Uh, I will share the results of the Twitter poll along with your comments. And this is what the poll is asking. Which one would you sledgehammer the over on? James Robinson, 950.5 rush yards. We're going to have coming up here a little bit later on the pod. Daryl Henderson, 650.5 rush yards, which we're going to get to here in just a second. Pass on both or hammer the over on. Both. So again, I'll share those results at the end of the pod today. And let's uh, focus in on Daryl Henderson. And I am taking the over still at the 650.5 rush yards mark. Again, available at points bet at minus 115. What is really fascinating has been quite the roller coaster ride this season with this player prop uh, tied to Henderson. It opened at like 500.5. Pre cam acres Achilles rupturing, then it ballooned to 925.5 after. Now it's kind of settled there right in the middle, and I still think it's a pretty good value. Look, I know that Sonny Michelle's coming over, and it's another arthritic knee in the city of angels. They're a magnet for those, apparently. Uh, but I still believe that Henderson is going to lead up this RBBC. Yes, he is injury prone. Yes, Sean McVay is not going to rely on him you know, any more than 17, 18 touches per game. But if he gets 14, 15 carries per contest, I think he can average 40 rush yards per game and sail past this and wind up in the 700 and 750 yards range. Sure, the advanced analytics uh, rather unsightly for Henderson. He was RB 39 in the act per attempt last season, only forced to miss tackle 15.9 percent of the time. But an improved offensive environment uh, with a massive upgrade, going from Jared Goffle to Matthew Stafford, and again with my you know peering into the crystal ball, believing he's got to get 14, 15 carries per contest. I think Henderson, again, 700, 750 yards, achievable for him. So, fade or follow my over. Daryl Henderson, 650.5 rush yards, minus 115, a points bet.
1: I'll take 14 carries and an average of three yards a carry. I'll carry the one. Boom. There you go. Yeah, you're right. It's it's a very doable number despite how uh, maybe unpredictable things might be with Sean McVay. I still think that regardless of – Who's on the roster? Who's got arthritic knees, other than you and I? Uh, things <laughs> like that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good with this because it's still not that big of a number. I mean, even with, even with the potential of sharing some of those carries with what could happen with this team. Again, 14 carries. If he can average three yards a carry, he gets to where he needs to be, and you cash a ticket. So I'm with you on this one. It still is a number that is doable, despite the question marks in that backfield.
0: Yeah, I got to remember, too, they got a supportive defense. So there could be some yep. nice, positive game scripts early and often late into the fourth quarter, and Henderson could be that battering ram. That salts away the clock. Number four. Going from left coast to right coast, let's talk about the other subject in today's Twitter poll. And that's James Robinson, the pride of the Illinois State Redbirds. just right up the road here, right up Interstate 55 uh, here in the great uh, state of the land of Lincoln from where yours truly is at. And you look at James Robinson, the line of points bet, 950.5 rush yards, minus 115 I'm also taking the over, and I'm breaking out the <laughs> <laughs> the sledgehammer on that one, Lundy. No, I'm not worried about stupid Carlos Hyde. I understand he may have incriminating pictures of Urban Meyer from their days at the Ohio State, and Meyer has some sort of crush on the guy. But I think Hyde, who is largely rubbish, is only going to get around six to eight carries per game or overall touches per game. Robinson's got to be the main man, which he was last season, and he put up banner numbers, 240 carries on the ground, 1,070 yards. Uh, Rushing overall, he was RB6 in total yards created. He was top 15 in yards of the contact per attempt at 3.18. Yeah, I mean, there is some concern there about game scripts because Jacksonville may not win five games this year. And, yes, the offensive line has been a bit of a turnstile here in the preseason, but Trevor Lawrence is an upgraded quarterback over Gardner Minshew. Uh, Thank God he won the job. Nobody saw that coming. Uh, You're going to have DJ Shark back, hopefully, for week one, coming off that finger injury to go along with LaVisca Chanel to go along with Marvin Jones. Jones so I think James Robinson uh, is only going to be supplanted in bits and pieces this season so based on volume alone uh, I think he crushes the over on this and is comfortably in the low thousands when it's all said and done so fade or follow James Robinson gonna be a sophomore sensation this season my over 950.5 rush yards available points bet minus 115 what say you Well, I'm still a little bit
1: worried overall about this offense. I'm really hoping that, you know, screw today's pot. I'm really hoping everybody was paying attention on Tuesday when we told them that you could still get James Robinson at 650 at Caesars on Tuesday morning because they hadn't taken it down yet. So uh, hopefully you jumped on that one like I did. And you know me, I hate season long props, but that one was too juicy to pass up. Um, I, I think that he can get there. I do have concerns, obviously, about this team. We've talked about whether or not they can actually get past Houston in week one. And then after that, it just turns into a snowball of suck uh, on their <laughs> schedule. So it's going to be pretty ugly. I think Robinson can get there. He was obviously that fantastic player last year, especially for those of you that got him on the cheap for your fantasy squads. Um, so I'll follow you on this one, but I think this is going to be a lot closer than
0: you think. James Robinson. It's worth some scratch. Bet on that, Jaguar. Number three. All right, let's move on. Uh, we talked about a match, a bet at the top between two teams. Let's do it with two players, and let's focus on the quarterback position here. Jared Goff or Ryan Fitzpatrick, who will have more passing yards uh, when the dust settles of the 2021 NFL regular season. And believe it or not, it is juice to Jared Goff. Yes, Mr. Goffle himself. At minus 140, and fits at plus 110, and yes, I'm going to get seduced by the juice. I love me some Ryan Fitzpatrick. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I want to get entangled in some of those beard hairs, baby. I uh, love the man. Uh, he's a ton of fun. Plays with unbridled enthusiasm and passion, and he is in a great situation offensively with Terry McLaurin. Uh, add yeah, Diami Brown uh, via the NFL draft, and he's made some splashy plays in the preseason and in training camp. You got Antonio Gibson there, Logan Thomas as well, Curtis Samuel coming over from Carolina. Uh, And you look at Fitz, you know, he was a pretty accurate quarterback last season. Nine games under center for the Miami Dolphins before uh, Tua stepped in. He was QB 12 at just completion percentage. Golf stinks. Now, he was QB 7 at just completion percentage last year, but that was due to the brilliance of McVay masking his weaknesses and focusing on his strengths. He's not going to have that luxury, not with Dan Campbell and company there. And the uh, building dumpster fire that is Detroit, uh, now you look at some of the prognosticators out there. My clay has got uh Fitz projected for just 4102 and golf for 4370. Ratcliffe has uh the two projected for 4263 for Fitz and 4337 for golf, but fantasy football today I think's got this right. Fitzpatrick at 3943 and golf at 3459. I get that Detroit's gonna be scoreboard chasing. But I'm gonna go with a better offensive environment. And of course, too, McLaurin is a premier field stretcher. So fade or follow, my Ryan Fitzpatrick will have more passing touchdowns and Jared Goff plus Plus one ten one DraftKings.
1: Well, can I peel back the curtain for just a second here, Brad? Yes. Can I peel back the curtain? See the wizard. Uh when I when I went to get ready for this morning's pod and I was checking your notes in your notes, you actually had this down that you were going for which one of them would have the most rushing yards. Oh! And I was like I was like, what in the hell is he talking well, about? That was, I, a, I, of course, that was
0: a mistake. Not, uh, not I, enough coffee this morning.
1: Well, no. And I was thinking to myself, OK, they're both kind of statues, but I could see the Lorax scrambling <laughs> around a little. So here I am trying to think about this. And then I went, wait a minute, this has got to be wrong. I, of course, went, saw D- DraftKings. I was like, oh, OK, he meant to say passing yes, yards. Yes, yes, I'm with you on this one. I think this is juiced in the wrong direction. I'll take the juice with Fitzpatrick. I will take the fact that he's got Scary Terry to throw the ball to. Um, I, I get the scoreboard chasing that you talked about. But again, Goff's going to be kind of running for his life as in a bad way um because i think that that offensive line is going to cause him some issues i think that team is going to be in trouble a lot and i would rather take the guy that's in a really solid environment with a stud wide receiver in mclaurin so yeah between these two with the passing yards (laughs) uh i will go i will definitely go with Fitz.
0: run or pass ryan go Stick around for our top selections in Major League Baseball plus bonus time.
1: Number two.
0: Lundy, uh, I'm a bit of a bitter Betsy right now because last night uh, I had a two-legger and I had the over on strikeouts at uh, five and a half for Luis Castillo and I had that matched up with the under in the Padres and Dodgers game and I only won half of that wager. Because we had a push on the eight. Uh, and it was one-to-one. One-to-one after nine innings. And, of course, with the new stupid, hey, we're going to put a man on second base. We're going to put him in scoring position rule. Uh, they kept just you know rolling guys through and touching home plate. And it was a five-to-three final. That's a bad beat on my two-leg parlay. Uh,
1: I hate those. I hate, I hate those that well. feeling.
0: Well, yeah, i tell you what. We're going to get back in the saddle. We're going to go with another two-leg parlay and shun the gambling gods for doing us dirty last night. And give me Zach Eflin over four-and-a-half strikeouts against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I'm going to slap that together with the Boston Red Sox. Uh, That was a terrible Boston accent, by the way. Uh, Just to win straight up against Minnesota. Plus 128. Available at DraftKings. Why do I like Eflin on the over 4.5Ks? Well, Arizona's the third highest strikeout rate of any major league team over the last 30 days. And he's gone over this. And 13 of 18 starts plus a sparkling 3.02 home ERA this season. Meanwhile, Boston has won 4 out of 6 against the Twinkies straight up this season and Chris Sale, he's back and he's looking as good as he's ever has uh, ever had before. 10 innings pitched, two earned runs, he struck out 13. And he's going up against uh, John Gant, uh, who has been a giver. Last time he was on the bump, uh, didn't even survive a full four innings pitch. uh, Just three and a third against the Yankees, giving up four earned runs. So Boston, a heavy favorite, should take care of business. And I think Eflin uh, will also handle his business and miss a lot of the bets. uh, And as a result, get to at least five Ks plus 128 at DraftKings. Fader follow.
1: I'll follow this one. Well done, sir. I like this. We're going to talk about an example of of one of these coming up in bonus time. But I like the fact you found a strikeout prop that you liked, but you want to be able to help yourself out, build it into two leg, turn it into a plus money and put it together with Boston, who should take care of Minnesota, should take care of Minnesota. Um, Don't don't screw me over like what happened Tuesday between Detroit and St. Louis. Don't even get me started. I'll start using four letter words. Uh, So uh, I like this one a lot pair these two together Eflin should be able to get over that number I'm with you It could be five could be six I think the four and a half number is safe going up against Arizona and then again Boston it should just rock the twins with the way they have been recently in sale you're right back and looking good
0: don't screw us over socks number one All right, last but certainly not least I know you're a huge fan of these so I'm gonna toss one out right now no run in the first inning tonight And this colossal series between the Dodgers and Padres. And we got a mammoth matchup. Of golden arms in this game. Uh, you, Darvish, on the bump for San Diego, and Mad Max Scherzer uh, taking the ball for the LA Dodgers there in Southern California. Uh, look at Darvish this season 2.13 ERA. First time through the order, Max Scherzer 2.09 ERA in that category. I have no other evidence to really support this other than the fact that we have two dynamite pitchers. It was a low scoring affair last night, of course, until extra innings. Oh, rude of the day. But it's just minus one twenty-five on this wager at DraftKings, Lundy. So not juiced uh, you know heavily here that a run will not be scored in this first inning. And it's again enormous matchup between the Dodgers and Padres. So fade or follow. No tick in the box score for either one of these teams in the first inning tonight under the primetime lights. Minus minus one twenty five at DK.
1: This is a great no-run first inning to play because of the pitching matchup that's there. And that's what you try to look for with some of these. You're right. I like these. I think they're fun. And sometimes you go the exact opposite. Sometimes you've got an absolute crap pitching matchup. And so you go with the yes run in the first inning. So watch for these, especially with the pitching matchups. Also, Brad, as a little bonus, this isn't part of my bonus time, but with this uh, Dodgers-Padres game, I think the total... Within the first five, is it four and a half? Love the under on that one as well. I think this stays low scoring early on with these two guys dueling on the on the bump.
0: Yeah, hopefully so, and hopefully uh, they will not, um, you know, suddenly revert to suckiness. But neither yes. one has been particularly <laughs> bad this season. They've been stellar in their own regard. All right, let's get to uh, some more hopefully stellar picks. It's bonus time. What do you got, Lundy?
1: All right, I've got one for you, then I've got to build your own. Uh, First of all, uh, going back to something we were talking about with Boston, uh, give me Xander Bogarts to score a run and... Jose Ramirez to score a run in that battle between Texas and Cleveland. If you put both of those together, I've got a plus 174 for you. So just Mm. need those two guys to touch plate, expecting some scoring in both of those games. And so I'm going to jump on the guys that have been able to uh, score runs frequently for their team. So put those two together. Then this one, Brad, is going to be a choose your own adventure. Um, Here's what I've got. Brad Keller. So, again, Mitch Keller is also pitching today. Not Mitch, Brad. (laughs) Brad Keller for Kansas City is uh, up in the Pacific Northwest to take on the Mariners. His strikeout total is only at four and a half. Now, it's juiced to minus 160 on the over. He had eight last week against the Cubs. Previous start, he had eight eight against St. Louis. And then prior to that he had another five mm. against St. Louis. He has been crushing this number, which is why it's been juiced up. So here's what I'm gonna tell you. I love Brad Keller over four and a half Ks. And folks, I just want you to pair it with whatever your other favorite bet is. So you could do like Brad did, nice. you could go snag Boston on the money yep. line. Uh maybe you want to take uh uh you know we talked about that texas Cleveland game which I expect a lot of scoring maybe you want the over, whatever. But just take that Brad Keller number, because I think he's going to hit it. But I want everybody to go find their favorite second bet, pair it together, and get that juice to something you can stand.
0: Oh, a buffet of sports betting goodness. Uh, I like the choices there. You can have uh, the prime rib, or you can go like tacos. I mean, you really can't lose either way there. I like that quite a bit. Uh, Give me the Yankees just to win straight up. Why? Because they've won 11 in a row. And they are aiming for something they have not done since 1961, which is 12 consecutive wins. They're in Oakland, I uh, got Jamison Tyon on the bump. 1.99 ERA over his last 40 and two-thirds innings pitched. Uh, as for the A's, uh, Capri Ellen is taking the ball there. Uh, he's been masterful at home. Just a 1.47 home ERA, but a 4.05 ERA over the second half. So I'm going to continue to ride the hot hand of the Yankees. Minus 115 to win straight up in O-Town. And give me Schwarbs. Kyle Schwarber of the Boston Red Sox. You know, we liked him straight up against Minnesota. I think it's an RBI tonight. Plus 155 at points bet. The guy's raking in the month of August. 379 batting average. Going up against a familiar face. And Mr. Gant used to pitch with the St. Louis Cardinals. And nine career bats. A pair of RBIs against him. So I think he knocks one and hit, and, and hit a home run last night. And we know that Schwarber is a guy that can pile up the numbers in bunches. And before we get out of here, Paul results, Paul results. Again, just released player props, a points bet USA. Which one would you sledgehammer the over on? James Robinson, 950.5 rush yards. Daryl Henderson, at 650.5 rush yards. You got to pass on both or you got to hammer the over on both. We had 794 votes cast, Lundy. And James Robinson, a resounding victory 43.4 or 4% said yeah I'll take the over on that Uh, Daryl Henderson at 19.3 pass on both at 25.6 and hammer the over on both at 11.7% and there you have it that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy follow me there at Noisy Juevos. drop us a rating and a review would you kindly and until next time as always fade or follow that is up to you. Feed
1: the noise.